Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Okay, welcome back, everyone. The OC, we're the back. Osteo Connection. I'm your host, Kevin Longpray, with Dr. Sean Landry. Oh, yeah, we're Landry. Co- we co-hosting this one. That's true, sorry. Yes. Co-hosting. We have a special, special guest. edition. Not to and not say hi guest. to you, Jay. You are also here. Thank you. Thank you. But today is uh, the getting down to know Jason Turnbull day. Yes, it's been long enough, right? We are 70 plus episodes in, and yeah, we have actually not had ourselves as guests on exactly. this podcast. So we figured we would do one at a time so we could dive yes. deep and yeah, really make fun of We're going to get deep. We're going to see if Jason can shed a tear. Maybe we'll shed tears Ooh. today. Yeah, we're not stopping till Jason cries. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got some sign. It's a vault, buddy. Locked up. <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> As you're already aware of. Yeah. If, yeah. For those of well, you that don't know Jason. We got the keys. And today, we are going to unlock that vault, oh, <laughs> The key is here, buddy. It's going to hurt. Silence. It's going to hurt. No. Um, bef- but before we get into that. Yeah. Um, what do we got? We, we would just like to remind you guys, if you haven't uh, downloaded the action sheets that, we, uh, that we've, you know, us and our team, thank you, Stephanie and Lisa. We've been uh, co-creating these action sheets for you guys. Head on over. Their links will be provided in the show notes today, osteomentorship.com. And uh, yeah, last week's was uh, Kevin's sultry voice. I've been listening <laughs> to that night. Call it sultry? <laughs> it was pretty sultry. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's a five-minute meditation that you guys can use to dive deep and uh, really discover your why. But uh, if you haven't uh, downloaded that, and then there's an action sheet to fill out post-meditation, and uh, it's really helpful. Yeah. It'll help you guys, uh, as Kev said, you might, uh, some, some tough stuff might come up. Those are, those are just as important as the good stuff, but uh, do it, do it again, and uh, do it often, and, and it'll help you. All right, back nice. to today. Jason Turnbull. Jason mm. Turnbull. So for those of you that don't know Jason. I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know. It's, uh, you guys are making this, uh, kind of walked in. You guys are already prepping some questions. Yes. And uh, I don't know. You look like you're up to no good, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Alter, you go J-Bone Turnbull, as he's mm. known, right? Thanks to you. Grew up in Perth, Ontario. Mm. Beautiful oh. Perth. Beautiful Perth. The retirement capital of Canada. <laughs> One of, yeah. Okay. Hey. okay, I got the first question then. Do you? Yes. <laughs> oh, we're diving right in? Diving oh, right in. We're okay. Gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna I was going to butter in. him up a bit first, but no, go ahead. No, let's not butter him up. We're going to get to... People, are gonna, people have to listen to get to know Jason. Oh, okay. That's true. We'll let him talk, right. I guess. So Jason... I'm good at that. When... <laughs> he is. When did you first meet Kevin? <laughs> and uh, has it been a positive experience? <laughs> and or Careful now. You, and are you rethinking, um, every day rethinking the choices you've That's made? That's a good no. one. A sneak attack. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I first met Kevin in the fall of 1997. Oh, 97. At Concordia, at Concordia University in yeah. Montreal. Uh, we shared um, anatomy class together. And I remember being in the auditorium and Kevin usually would sit in the back row and it was full. So I was only one row in front of him. Mm. And I used to remember him laughing and would turn around to see him laughing and joking around with some of his buddies in his number 88 Tommy Hilfiger sweater. Nice. And uh, yeah. And then 
I guess that was the first, we first more met, I guess, at some of these classes and just talking with, you know, some similar friends and stuff. Probably had a lab together at some point or something like that. I think it was the equal amount of sarcasm. There's a lot of sarcasm. I think their sense of humor just kind of got us together at one point at, at Concordia there. Yeah. I don't know when we first made that first, oh, maybe I do. We were going to go out somewhere and we asked you if you wanted to run by our place first, right? For before we went, before free, we went, uh, pre, pre going out yes, festivities. Exactly. Yeah. And Kevin jumped on that shit. <laughs> Quickly accepted. <laughs> and, uh, and that's when we hit it off. Yeah. Very you true. skipped a few years there, bud, but I, I did. I just, wanted, I just wanted to throw it in. Okay. Well, it's a good opening. Yeah, good yeah. opening. But bonus question. Mm. Sean, you're hogging everything. Uh, top-selling single, top of the charts, 1997. You just said... 1997. Oh, see if oh you can get it. Oh, my God. It top is... Top of the charts. And this is worldwide, so... What worldwide, we 1997. Seal. Uh, if you can name one in the top 10, I'll give it to you. One of the well, top 10. Well, I mean, I think I might be a little earlier than that, but didn't have didn't Bush have, like, Glycerin, Bush X have Glycerin somewhere around then? <laughs> you're close, but think 1997. Okay, 97. I'll give you the number one. Something about about the way you look, candle in the wind, Elton John. Wow. Yeah, I'm not my not my genre. Look at this. Lie. Number way two. Off. This one's your genre. I know you. I could see you in the club. Uh, Aqua, Barbie girl. I've <laughs> <laughs> no chance on this stuff. Three. Hold this on. one. This one. They'll know. Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. Ooh. I'll be missing you. I'll be missing yes. you. I'll be yeah. missing you. Right. I remember that. <laughs> and then there's some more. There's uh, Men in Black, Will Smith. No doubt, don't speak. Don't that's speak. A, yeah. yeah, that's a big well, one. You know, I was thinking Eve and uh, Glenn Stefani. Yeah, was that so song cool. in there? A little bit later, but yeah, no, Natalie no. and Bruglia. I'm not sure got that high though, because Eve wasn't as mainstream Torn. as Gwen Stefani. Right. Maybe Spice Girls were still around. '97 <laughs> Spice Girls. There's got to be anyway, a Jumbo Wumba. Jem Lopez. Uh, no, that's too early for Jen Lopez. No, no, really? Oh, I think so. R, R. Kelly's up there. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> well done. Good job. Okay, let's go straight to the beginning. The beginning. Jason, I mentioned you're from Perth. Mm. Where's we all Perth? know. Where's Perth again? Perth is in Ontario. Oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Mm. It's actually a beautiful uh, country over there. It's mm-hmm. the uh, hometown of the best Canadian equestrian of all time. You're right. Right? Ian Miller. But not a Canadian equestrian. This is possibly. World. Worldwide. I think he's, I don't quote me, but I think he's 10-time Olympic competitor right so his the, last competition so, he was 78 so no pun intended the bar is high then right? the bar is high yeah, right also i know your goalie four-time stanley cup winner billy smith oh billy, billy smith. smith yeah wow. a little temper on that that's guy. why now it makes sense the alcoholism and all that <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <Okay. where it laughs> um <laughs> so we all know you grew up with a lot of sheep <laughs> So. Is the sheep your favorite animal? <laughs> oh man, is my favorite animal? I'm going to have to say negative on that one. <laughs> Actually, to, to be more corrective, I grew up on a hobby farm about 15K oh, west my, of town, my okay. where we had some cows and some chickens, and for only a couple of years we had sheep. Yeah. Why, uh, why is that? Why only a couple of years? <laughs> well, my brother-in-law was introduced <laughs> to the family. No, we, uh, because actually, to be honest, we had an outside dog, right? So we had a yeah. dog that never came inside the house, that lived outside. Yeah. But by having sheep, it brought the coyotes close to our house, and my oh. dad was concerned that the dog, the dog would get, get hit. Get, yeah, we'd get uh, got attacked a tougher, by the coyotes. Should have got a tougher dog. True, yeah. Yeah. true that, yeah. Yeah, so sheep only a couple of years. Very cute, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was poor my dad, just like the look of them kind of grazing around in the field there, but no more of seven to 12 kind of cows and 40 chickens. So, a year. Ho- so hobby farm. So, uh, what did your parents do? Hobby farm, meaning that, yeah. So, my dad, uh, my mom is a stay at home mom. Yeah. 
and we had, I had a brother and a sister. And my dad was yeah, had his own small business. My dad had was in the banks for a while and then got out and then had a it was called Virtual Supply at one point and then did Lightning Protection Systems. So my dad was more of like the uh, bookkeeper money finance guy, and okay. his partner was like the guy who would do the drawings and for the lightning rods. So that would be like. We lived about an hour from Ottawa, so all the government buildings in in Canada, particularly in Ottawa, there's a lot of them. They all have to have lightning protection systems. So they did all the major government buildings in the city. They did uh, the CN Tower. They did Scotia Bank Place. Wow. They've done the Rogers Centre in Toronto. They do all like the big arenas and all the high buildings. So they do all that stuff. So yep. let's get back to your family. So your dad on a ladder. <laughs> let's dad talk a ladder about it. Would install those things? Not my dad. Okay. He was the book guy. The other guy did the drawings, and they had the, yeah, the crew that team. would go out. Yeah. Let's talk about your brother. <laughs> you get one chance he's tied up in a chair what do you do to him <laughs> oh yeah because we know he's your older brother older yeah. brother yeah. and he probably put the beats on you quite a bit oh did he ever yeah. especially when I accidentally kicked him in the knee okay. he just had meniscus surgery on. so he's tied beats. to a chair what do you do to him I'd probably throw him in a rear naked choke <laughs> just to see him squirm a little bit. Just bury yeah. that in there and just, just squeeze. Good but choice. Look, but look around to the side to watch him kind of suffer. Or put a mirror in front so you see his face. <laughs> That's even better. Perfect. It's better. I love it. I choke him out. Um, so are you, are you are you good to go? Or you, I got another one. If go you follow up, yeah. Okay, so we all know Jay's, for those of you that don't know, I shouldn't say we all know. No, maybe we know. Maybe we should know. ask Jay. Everyone in the room here knows. <laughs> Jay's a very good golfer. Oh. So uh, is golf your favorite sport? Uh, to play? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just got lucky. I had a good buddy of mine that I played hockey with growing up, and he asked me to go golfing once when we were 12 years old and got addicted in one round, even though I was terrible. And uh, was very lucky. Grew up in, like I said, that small town of Perth. We had a, had a public golf course, a nine-hole public golf course that cost me $100 a year to join as a junior member. And I lived there every summer for years. My dad would drop me off to go to work, 7.15, 7.30 in the morning. And probably three or four days a week would pick me up about 8.30 or 9 at night. And I'd play 36 holes a day, like three days a week, sometimes 45, sometimes 27. Nice. And did that for about three or four years. And Bet. then and then started to slowly back away a bit, but still have played my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's great sport. Man. Best score, 18 holes. In a competition, 72. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. 72. And otherwise, 70. Well, 70. Well, yeah, buddy. Nice. Yeah. I shot that on a nine once. Shoner? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Others, what other sports do you play? Well, I played all of them growing up. So yeah. I played baseball growing up, hockey, and I still play hockey. Hockey was one. Figures getting? We're Canadian, so we have to. Soon. Soon. I might start. Oh. I haven't even told you guys. There's with a your daughter. Drop. No. No. With Magda. With Magda. Magda. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am going to videotape She's this. Asking. I, love... I haven't done it yet. You so should she... talk to our good friend so PJ she... for some advice. He yes. did that in yeah. Dancing with the that. Stars. Yeah. yeah. So no, Magda, my wife got back into it probably six months ago or so. And she's been on my case to say, Jay, let's do some dance. Partner. That's cool. Yeah. So I know she really wants to try it. Mm. And uh, so, yeah. So there's one of the coaches that coaches my daughter, Olivia, who's nine. And he just competed in the Canadian Championships. He's very, very good. He's he's ridiculous. He good, knows actually. about your flexibility level? No. And I'm trying to work on that a little bit at home, actually. Good for you. Yep. Yeah. So he... God, uh, I he's going to videotape this. Yeah. Oh, you can. You can come. Matt has big plans. Yeah. Big plans, so, competition, so like Olympics. Like <laughs> senior, yes. masters, national level, yeah. yes. senior level. She wants to go to... Uh, Has she seen you skate though? Italy 2024. That's yeah. her goal. Nice, man. Is there masters. A, there's a masters. It's called masters. 
Um, I could see you doing that, Jay. <laughs> Yeah. It'd be fun, actually. I think it'd be fun. That's tight pants, though, eh? Well, yeah. I could t- I have, this is the, this is the details I'm working out with her right now. <laughs> you want the loose? Fit. So she, so she was. Well, I understand now. So loose she, in the front, tight in the back. <laughs> so, so I get it. So she was telling uh, you you don't have a runner's body. Yes. But, not, so but you have a skater's but, body. But, so she's like, but you know what? You're really good at Jay. Skating. Are you yeah. gonna have to wait. wear a corset? Figure skating. I don't know. Corset? This is what I'm not sure we have to do. So I haven't looked into it too much. But okay, let uh, me take some cool. notes. Yeah. Well, I just learned something new about Jason that's today it. too. Jeez, figure um, skating. No kidding, you were hiding that. Otherwise, all Kushan. Like I played uh, soccer. I was quarterback in football in elementary school. I mean, I played all kinds of sports. Ran, yeah. uh, ran track. Awesome. Yep. And stuff you still enjoy doing today. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah. like to be active. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, so why did you run away from home? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this one's pretty deep. No, <laughs> oh, for all no for meaning like why did, so why did you come to Montreal for school? Oh, oh yeah, what, yeah. What? Uh, so after, so you did high school in Perth. I'm I guessing. did. Yeah. yeah. So when I was looking to go to school, well, that's a funny story. So in in Ontario, when I was going to school, we went till grade thirteen, and they called it then OACs. Yeah. So we needed six OACs to apply into any university in Canada. And I had a, a, an older brother and sister who are nine and six years older than I am. And in grade 12, my mom sat me down and said, you really need to start thinking what you want to do with your life. I said, no, I know, mom. She goes, well, you can either take arts or you can take sciences. You're not taking arts. <laughs> Quite literally, that I've was I've seen discussion. you draw, though. It's probably a smart oh, move. Oh, it was a smart move. So I said, I guess that's why I'm taking... penmanship. I guess yeah. that's why I'm signed up for calculus and physics next year. But Christ, uh, yeah, the worst writer I've ever seen in yes. my life. Side note, I did get a biology lab back in my first year of university, and yeah. the lab uh, teacher wrote, this is not handwriting. This is an epileptic attack with a pencil attached. <laughs> <laughs> and then in tiny, tiny writing, he wrote, right bigger. <laughs> right bigger? Yeah. In tiny writing. That's hilarious yeah, yeah. that he actually wrote it yes, small. right on my lab. And, he wrote, and then he wrote that even smaller, right bigger. Um, well, so this, again, I like, I, like, I like sports. I thought about doing physio. I did a, a co-op placement in a physio clinic at the hospital, actually, in my hometown. But back then, getting into physio was already getting kind of, kind of tough. It was no guarantee. It was, it was at that time. It was you did a year of your basic sciences, and then you applied to get in. And if you didn't get in that time, then you did your second year, and then you applied to get in. And my concern was like, well, what happens if I never get in? And then I'm gonna just have a BSc and nothing. And I didn't want that. I kind of wanted to specialize. And my guidance counselor had said to me, "Listen, you play all the sports. You love sports. He goes, why don't you look at athletic therapy at Concordia? There's a couple of schools, but Concordia had the best program in Canada, and there was only three programs in our in our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was I wanted to go to a big city. I grew up, I knew small town life, so I, I just wanted to go to Montreal. I didn't know anybody. I came by myself. I didn't know anybody who came with me. Fast forward to 1997. Yes, boom. See, Kev. Fortunately, boom. meets me. Yeah, slow decline from that point. <laughs> One your of our life, massive friends. Your life was headed. Your life, Newfoundland. Jay's life was headed in this trajectory, and now it's in, uh, <laughs> just even though. Just even. <laughs> I don't think it completely went down. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool, man. So, yeah. um, what? Uh, and your mom was she? Uh, I know she said sciences, and does athletic therapy is a considered sciences for your mom have you ever asked her that question <laughs> yeah well it was all it says, she just had to make sure it said bsd in front of it yeah, yeah. no yeah it's bachelor science i did all that you know like anatomies and chemistries and stuff so yeah, yeah no no she's super happy and your whole family like your your brother and your sister both went into sciences as well yeah right? my brother did microbiology and my sister did dietetics yeah, dietetics, yeah. so it's good mm. so fam- following in the family footsteps yeah my, bad, my, yeah my dad did business yeah and they never brought that up and i do have a way with numbers so i always thought back man i 
I could see you being an accountant. Something along those lines. I could have been, yeah, sure. would have been a different option, but I'm happy what I'm doing for sure. Hmm. Yeah. So you finished this degree. Why did you become an osteopath? Because you started working already. Right away. Absolutely. Yeah. So I graduated May 5th and started working in a clinic May 7th. Um, well, I never felt done. I felt done at that point. I wanted a bit of a break. Um, but then as I started working uh, as an AT and working in the clinic, um, I s- started to get a little frustrated because I would see someone, assess them, treat them. It looked great. They'd leave. They'd come back in three, four days later. It'd be the same. And I was doing that for a while. I'm like, well, this I can't do this for the next 35 years. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had some teachers at Concordia and AT who that were osteopaths. So that yeah. I never even heard of an osteopath previous to that. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, and we talked with this Kev before in the past, and then I know you kind of jumped in and did it right away. So I was just, we, we were chatting a bunch, a bunch and you said, Jay, you got to do it. It's right up your alley, yep. you know? And then I got married in 2004. I was, should have started, to, like, I was going to start that year, but we kind of... To your future figure skating, figure skating partner. Exactly. Right? Okay. I vaguely remember that. And then, yeah, <laughs> yes, you would, uh, uh, you're almost one of my friends that actually got physically removed from the venue no, stop <laughs> um it. and then and then so i started in 2005 so i started about four years after i graduated and then yeah did the uh one of only two programs that we had in canada at the time and mm. did this seven-year program and love it that was good so i just just didn't feel down and i felt like i wanted something with more tools in my toolbox right like i wanted the idea if i needed to something needed to be adjusted we could do that if it was soft tissue we'd do that it was more treating like not just musculoskeletal injuries but treating for you know, respiratory, digestive dysfunctions, like just felt more along the lines of what I kind of saw myself doing. Mm. And so having done that, is, is it all you've kind of thought it was going to be? Yeah, it is. And if not, what would you add to it? Mm. Well, as an osteopath, I think it's, it's all like, it's what I wanted to, like now I'm, I'm very content with what I do. Like I'm, you know, I'm not going to bed Sunday night and thinking, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I love it. I love what I do. But I also now having the clinic and realizing a, a, like a business ownership and clinical stuff, there's just a lot of stuff on top that I'm equally excited about and that we weren't taught about at all. So, I mean, I'm happy with my, my education was great from what we do as a therapist. I just felt like, man, there's this expectation you just finish and you're ready to go. And it's not quite like that. So yeah. hence what we're doing, what we're doing. But anyway, no, I'm super happy. And, uh, but it's all about growth, right? So as much as I love to treat, which I certainly do, and I will remain to, I will keep to doing that. There are so many different avenues that I think osteo- osteopathy has provided that I want to kind of keep kind of testing and and moving towards. As you guys have said to me, probably repeatedly on this podcast, I'm someone who's naturally a bit more, you know, scientific and left-brained, and have been spending my last, you know, 15 years opening up to the other side and really enjoying like that, the combination of like the art and philosophy of things, not just the scientific way of things. So it's been good. I think nice. it's been good for me as a, as a, just as an individual. Okay. A little bit, uh, still in the, in the osteo world. So, po- so after you graduated osteopathy, mm-hmm. are there, have there been other courses and uh, continuing education stuff that you've, you've kind of have opened different doors? Uh, well, initially I just took every course I could, right? Yeah. So I was taking like muscle energy techniques and techniques on the SI joint and, uh, neurodynamic testing and treatment. So I was just taking, I was taking probably two, three cl- courses a year for a while. Um, then with osteo, I just, yeah, still, obviously I have to keep doing this for my AT. I'm still an AT. So I have to keep my accreditation up, which I did a business coaching course. I've done all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of opened me up to different things. Now I'm more into like 
more like not necessarily technique based ones when we take them more just like training your hands palpation pal- like palpating at different levels palpating in different you know going from yeah. fluids to electromagnetic field and back out again and and understanding the depths and and how that relates to human the whole human psychology so i'm really open for everything i'm kind of more interested in taking some classes now that are outside of the box for me if you will because yeah. i feel like i'm pretty grounded in one way and i'd like to kind of open it up and be a better almost like listener and gathering of information if you will mm. looking looking at your practice mm. right now if you have to take like a bird's eye view is it is it exactly what you would have envisioned for yourself like if you're if you you're looking now back um yeah do you probably well now it makes a whole lot of sense i don't know if i really like i i, I think unfortunately I didn't reflect as much back then because I was not in that mindset where I was just, I just expected people to show up. I just think, oh, this is going to work. Why would it not work? Mm. Of course it's going to work. I didn't really realize of how to get clients in front of you and how, you know, obviously all of us are, people are listening to this podcast. We are our own business owners. And I didn't really necessarily think of it as that, that, even if I was working in someone else's clinic, right? I was like, oh, well. So I did a good job brainwashing you. 100%. (laughs) So, but now, as far as like looking at the clientele and stuff I treat, that's, as as I got going, then I quickly realized, even when I worked in the physio clinic in Ontario, that I was already doing that. Like seeing families and seeing like neighbors and friends of the family. and, and, And it just really just spilled over from word of mouth. So... I'm not surprised to look at my clientele now that way because I love it. I love everyone I see. We've, outside of a professional relationship, I have a great kind of relationship with a lot of people, and I think it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's, you know, it's always a pleasure to come to work. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, obviously, it's to, to explain that. So, the, for those of you that listen to us too, you know, we talk a lot about this and the communication skills and everything else too. Obviously, Jay's very good at that, and he's very good at uh, connecting with people and making them feel at ease. So. So, you know, sometimes when we don't even know that we're doing that, if we, we really kind of have that, that sense of uh, caring and, com- and commitment to, to the process of what we're trying to do for people, it pays off, right? Exactly. All right, Jay, I got one for you. What's, uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting out in, in this profession? I would, well, I would suggest that they see themselves as a business owner first and as a therapist second. That if you want to do this and be successful and, and do this for your career, that you've got to you've got to understand what it takes to be in front of someone and have them be your biggest fan and how you can truly connect and move forward. And if you don't and you just don't make that connection, then you're going to possibly struggle. Right, unless you've got depends on the kind of clinic you're working in. If you're solo or you're working for someone else and you're taking their overflow, it's you're a business owner and you've got to see yourself more as like, you know, read, take the time to think, like reflect on what you, who you want to be and move forward, but never stop learning. But never stop learning not just about your osteopathy stuff, but never stop learning about just reading and business practices and business principles and and just a lot of things like that. I think that's the biggest. I think probably the biggest oversight I made when I first started. And I think that could be a good value because I think that everyone who gets into our profession anyway already knows they want to help people. I mean, that's the easy answer is, you know, I just want to help other people. Of course we do. But you need to really realize that in order to do that, you've got to have some basic understanding of how things work, right? How a business f- works. Yeah, framework in order to... <laughs> Systems, whatever yeah. you need to, whether it's scripts or things that you 
communicate effectively to your clientele and almost like maybe um, it's a long winded answer. It's like put yourself in there, put yourself in their shoes and what would you expect to come in to see someone? That's how you want to look at your practice. I think that's a good piece of advice, Jay. So Jay, on that note, Mm. what's one lesson your job has taught you and what do you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Thanks that's for being, a deep that's one. That's a pretty deep question. That's pretty like, well, hey, repeat it. I'm going to, I'm going to lot, five minute maximum. I'm going to hear it again. I wasn't listening because I got, I got intimidated. What's one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Um, Jeez, I know my answer already. Really? Eh? Yeah, I already, I, I had time to write mine down. <laughs> Um, it's never one? too late for figure skating. Yeah. That's hard. What's one lesson I've really learned? Well, I mean, I guess be grateful. I mean, I'm, I use gratitude a lot for in my daily life. And I think that, um, if you get away from that and you don't be thankful for what you have and what you're being provided, and it's easy to kind of look past that. I'm not saying I wasn't ever really grateful. Um, but it taught you the true importance of it. But I really see the importance of that yeah. and how, you know, you can't take life for granted. You can't take your practice for granted, anything for granted, because it can be over very, very quickly. Um, and that, that's, I think, I think so many of us get caught up in negative stuff and get caught, we can get caught in that, you know, whatever it may be, just that cycle of being hard on ourselves and always wanting more and not being content with what we have. Whereas I think if we actually all sat back and thought about, what we have, not from a material standpoint, but from your relationships you have in your life or the connections you've made, that that's truly, as I'm older now, as I understand that's what the meaning of life is, at least it is to me, and that I'm forever happy with the relationships and, and where I am at my life right now. Okay, I guess well, that's said, awesome. Well said, well said, buddy. Way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pensive uh, time you took. I had to think for a second. Yeah, it was yeah. worth the pause. Yeah. <laughs> What, um, okay. Is this so the barrage ha- of, uh, no, I got one more. What one if, more. if life hadn't led you down this path as mm. an, as an osteo, what, uh, occup- occupation would you like to try? You think? Well, I kind of wish I had some coaching as a kid because I would have liked to give the, uh, the little kick of the can at golf oh. for a while. Uh, that would have been a lot of fun. However, I'm, yours is what year three back at golf again, Yeah. like more serious. So I fully intend to improve. Uh, I've got some goals in, in mind for that. Not really to, to make it a, a, a profession. Honestly. <laughs> Are you going to have time with your new figure skating career? Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, I, 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 I probably would have looked at doing something kind of business wise. I enjoy that aspect. I really enjoy like my dad as a kid used to, we go to Canadian tire together and we'd have, you know, a few items. And my dad would look at me and goes uh, 5748. What the hell is he talking about? I'm 10, you know? And we get to the cashier and she goes, okay, it's going to be $57.48. And he looked at me and smirk. And I'm like, oh my God, how'd you do that? You know, but back in that time, our, our taxes were calculated as 15%. So my dad taught me how, you know, you take your total cost and you times it by 0.1 or, you know, 10% and then add half of that to get your taxes. So I, I became very good at mental math. My dad is very, very, I, mean, I pale in comparison to my dad for that. But I think something, something math, right? So you said accountant, maybe not necessarily accountant, but in that line, in that line of probably something I could... I could do the numbers thing. I'd be okay with that. Very cool. Yeah. And if you're ever confused about it, you could always just say, what would Brian Boytano do? 
<laughs> well said. Right. Or sing it. Right. <laughs> you could. <laughs> I'm going to skate for that. Okay, let's get into the barrage of fun questions here. Yeah. Or did you have something serious again? I might wrap one up with a serious question, but let's do some fun. Okay. Some fun ones? Oh, we'll yeah. wrap it up with this. Yeah. Okay, Brian Boitano or Elvis Stoico? <laughs> no, I'd have, to, I'd have to go Boitano. <laughs> Stoico was pretty tough. Stoico apparently. was very good technically. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he beat up Eric Lindros. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, Nagano. That was Nagano. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he was amazing. He was a, wasn't he like a black belt in Taekwondo? Yeah. 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 He was amazing. I just... Um, and I've, uh, the, I'm not... I've watched figure skating in the Olympics. I, never, I always watch that stuff. I watch all the sports. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate his technical skills were amazing. Lack the artistic part a little bit. Uh-huh. Could have been the could have been the mullet. Could yeah. have been had to hard to see mm. past that. Yeah, yeah. He had a, he had a nice. Uh, it's tough to get past the mullet. Coupe longue, right? Yeah. 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 Mm. The curls in the back yeah. and the short sides like that. Yeah. I could do that. I could probably pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, okay. Are we getting full on into the barrage now? Barrage. So okay. Is, okay. Let's uh, go with um, if you were a superhero, mm-hmm. what superpower would you want? Oh man, um, ooh, that's a good one. I would want to be. Robin doesn't have a superpower. <laughs> well, it has to be like one that actually exists. I'm not just creating my own power. Yeah, like you could. I could be invisible. Can you, I do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's invisible, man. There you go. I'm invisible. There you invisible? go. Invisible. Nice. Nice. Okay. okay. I'll do uh, two follow-ups: Batman or Superman. Mm. Who do you like? Mm. Who would win, or who do you no, want? No. Be? Who, do you, who do you want? Batman, S- Superman. 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 Yeah. Marvel or DC? Yeah, Marvel. Marvel? Yeah, that's not that close, I don't find. No, I know. Of, of, of yeah. Especially recently. Yeah, recently. If someone was to play you in a movie, who would you want it to be? Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, I should say Matthew Perry. Because <laughs> everyone says I look like Matthew Perry. Pre- Kevin Costner, remember? Pre-addiction. Pre- Pre-addiction. Uh, um, hopefully. Um so probably would that be the most accurate representation? But if I had to say who I now that I think about it, Matt want, Damon. No, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he's Ryan good. Reynolds. Canadian, I Canadian, and I yeah. love his sense of humor. He so I'd, be good. Humor. I'd, I'd pick him. Good choice. All right, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be besides Ooh. Montreal right now? Because anywhere amazing. in the world, yeah. eh? Wow, that's that's. Uh, let's see, anywhere in the world besides Perth, Ontario, <laughs> where would it be? or Shaggy? Don't say Shaggy. <laughs> Um, I would say I haven't traveled nearly as much as I'd like to, but if for where I've been that I know I'd enjoy, I would say Carmel by the Sea in California. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. There's a lot of good golf courses there. Good golf courses. Can't afford it? them, but they're very good. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Nirvana, not nice. very close. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Country or rap? Rap. Oh, yeah. All right. Favorite animal and why? <laughs> uh, favorite animal can't say sheep <laughs> uh, domesticated animal take a dog because they're so loyal oh, and yeah. I love them more like nature wild animal I'd have to go with jaguar that's the most a beautiful jaguar animal. love them and why uh, just they they're, they the seem like they're, yeah, I don't know they seem like they move so slowly but yet when they get going they're agile and they're, I just find them beautiful all right, if you won $10 million tonight, what are we doing tomorrow? Ooh, what would you spend it on? 10 million. On us? Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, what would you do tomorrow? Would you call in, would you call in sick or would you... Uh, actually, that's going. Would you, would you call in sick tomorrow? Hell yeah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, I guess I'd have to get my, I'd say I'd have to get my, my life in, 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 
in uh, in accordance with what's happening, but I would get away. I'd go away. Yeah? Yeah. Where would you go? Uh, somewhere warm for now because we're coming out of the winter in Canada. Mm-hmm. If it was you guys, I'd uh, say grab your golf bags and we're going to go. F- uh, we're going to golfing somewhere. Yeah, probably not the best time in frame, but maybe just down to Florida or something for for golf for a golf getaway to start. An easy one, and then Rebel. I'd yeah, exactly. Favorite holiday movie? Well, first thing that came to mind was Die Hard. Oh, I love Die Hard. Classic. But I don't know if that's really holiday, but that's great. It is. Yeah, it's I'd Christmas. Die Hard's. Uh, I love Die Hard. Yep. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Um, last, last one, go for it. Hunter gatherer. Mm. Which one do you want? I'm going to say hunter. <laughs> nice. Uh, not much of, I don't gather a lot of stuff. I don't really have a lot. I don't own a lot of possessions. I like to seek. How about that? Nice. Well, that was well done. What do you got now? We're going to tie that up with. Yeah. Um, I want to say what, what's the next phase, Jay? What's the next phase? Hmm. Uh, where do you see where do you see us headed or you and hopefully maybe us in, in the next uh, five years what's the plan so uh, well personally at home I have my kids getting older so I see a lot more figure skating <laughs> a lot more figure skating no I see a lot more uh, time with them yeah but time that I have back with my wife and not yeah. necessarily just so much of like the on them so I see a bit more opportunities arising for a, like my own time or my time with what I choose instead of my schedule being chosen for me all the time. Yeah. I feel like I'll have a bit more time that way. So I hope to do some, some traveling and, and some things like that. Um, and then, you know, obviously be around for my kids, but more from a mentorship part of not like necessarily, you know, making sure they get to brush their teeth at night and stuff. Um, Less of a bank and more of a mentorship kind of role. You got it. Yeah. And then and that kind of leads into what I look at professionally too. I want to continue working like as we, as we, as we are or as I am. Um, but with a push to this new program we want to launch and more into like, like we said previously, we can only get our hands on so many people, but I feel like the, you know, the ability to, 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 to get more of the public to, to experience osteopathic treatments, I think is something I'm very passionate about. And I really hope that through our program, we can, we can help people. I want to be more like as a coach, help people get busy, help them realize the principles they need to, to be successful and to, to grow the practice they've always wanted and to have them understand that there's, everyone can do it. It's just that you have to identify what you want and how you're going to get there and be consistent. And as long as they can do that, I think that's fun. And I think that's uh, where I see a, where I see myself at least going a lot in the next few years for sure. And you want to have fun doing it, right? Always have fun. Huh. I can I'll, say I've never not had fun throughout mm-hmm. my life so far. I think it's been just a journey that's taken me in different paths, but always enjoyable. Hmm. Wait till you fall on your butt. Figure skating. <laughs> that's <laughs> not going to be fun. Your problem. Yeah. Pad that, eh? There's no jumping. As I've been told, like I said, I don't, I've never tried no yet. No jumping. No, it's dance. Dance. So oh. Because yeah. pairs is the crazy when you're going to do side-by-side jumps and lifts. Like, I yeah. can't do that. Come on, I'm old. This is ice dancing. This is dance. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's more like you have to be able to skate. They're very big, like, yeah. technically skating. It's a lot of footwork, which, you know. Awesome. Pretty. pretty you are pretty all about footwork. <laughs> right? Well, as I said... I uh, hope you guys learned something today about uh, our colleague, one of our, good, f- our good friends, um, Jason Turnbull. I know we did. We learned something about him today as well. A lot more. Um, yeah, definitely a lot more. Um, and yes, as always, you can hit us up, osteomentorship.com. There is a, an ever-expanding 
uh, kind of toolkit there available for you, right? We got the uh, initial visit time to shine that you can access. It's an action sheet to kind of bullet point reminder. We've got the define your unique brand. And most recently, we've got uh, Kevin's, uh, Kevin's meditation, right? It's a uh, five-minute meditation. The key is in the stillness or the answer is within. So you, you listen to that and you, you kind of dive deep and it'll help you set some, some things straight. But uh, you can hit us up on Instagram. You can hit us up on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, and all the links will be provided in the show notes. So thank you so much, Jay. Um, thank you, boys. You know, it was good. Yeah. Not too bad. We were, we were nice. We were very nice. Yeah. yeah. No, we had fun. It was fun getting to know you, Jay. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Ciao, everybody. Take care. Peace. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason... Tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.